This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. You rotten bugs! You overpaid winners! Listen Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Left side throw, it is broken up in the end zone! Broken up in the end zone! Knocked down by Brashad Breeland! The Chiefs hold on down! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Crossover move, great move. Grace Pyle, left-handed finish is perfect. Everything happening in the sports world. Michelangelo, this is the day he died in 1564. Oh my gosh. Michelangelo, thank you so much. And even some things not happening in the sports world. Let's pack the place. Yeah. Come on. Why can't we pack the place? Steve's going to challenge it's people again. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson. He is frozen today. He is here. He is feeling good. Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. And I am frozen. I am freezing. It is just freezing in this office. (laughs) You doing okay? You feel like you've got a little bit more pep in your step than you did last week. Well, you know... I'll have a lot of pep tomorrow. That's right. Bullpup basketball at home, taking on the Bueller Crusaders. That's right. So it's just like Mount Ridge Inman. You know, it's automatically guaranteed to be great atmosphere, great crowd. It's too bad it's on a Tuesday. I I really wish it were on a Friday. But uh, Tuesday night game. Yeah, but it's winter break week. Nobody has anything to do. Well, that's true. But uh, um, Tuesday, I, I love Friday night arch rival games with Bueller. But uh, we'll have a good crowd. We'll still have a good crowd tomorrow night. Should have a lot of fun. Steve, did you have a good weekend? Had a great weekend. If I feel like you're rested up. You're prepared for, for another big week. I feel like the snow almost gave you a little life. You were oh, buzzing I, around yesterday morning. You were feeling good. Yeah, I was busy yesterday. I was a busy guy yesterday. How come you didn't shovel? Shovel? Yeah. Because you did. I did it both at here as well as at the apartment complex. Well, that's... I expected you to be out there with I don't a broom have a in hand. I don't have a shovel. Well, we have two here at the radio station. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, we've got one that's right over here by the door now after I well, used I'll be it. Out there, I'll be out there just shoveling away. Then. You think oh, you will? Oh, sure. Well, I, I just wanted to make sure you don't slip. Yeah, don't want to do that. You know, Steve, you're getting old. You don't have to remind me of that. I don't want you to see that patch of ice, and then old Mr. Hip comes out and Ooh. says, Ooh, time to break and slip. No, can't do that. I don't want you to do that. So I, I try to make sure that the sidewalk here at the radio station was all clear. Is it all clear? I think it is. I thought maybe Mitchell helped you. No, no, no. Okay. Mitchell's too important to be doing some Mitchell shoveling. is important. We leave that up to the bottom of the totem pole person and me <laughs> to make sure that we get this place looking good. I sweeped off the stairs at the apartment. I sweeped off a little walkway to get from... The cars well, I hope Scott, to your door. I hope Scott thanked you for that. I haven't even had a thank you from you. Oh, well, I didn't go up the stairs. Well, that and the walkway to your door. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just thought it had melted. I don't know. You just thought it melted <laughs> perfectly in a row? Oh, yeah. Well, Steve, it was a fun weekend. Yeah. Fun night down in Derby for some basketball. Unbelievable night in Derby. We, we can talk about that a little bit later. I'll tell you what. Have you ever seen three more high-stress nights 
to start the season. For basketball? Yeah. Not many. Yeah. I All mean, three have been very stressful. Now, you know, the girls didn't have high stress, you know, in their game, but leading up to their game, I, mean, I should say on their season opener, they won their season opener by 42. But going into that game, there was a lot of stress because we didn't know what was going to happen without two players. And then Friday night, we didn't have a good feeling as we were going down to Derby. No. Because we had learned that another player, another player who has signed an NCAA Division II letter of intent, three seniors now injured for the Bullpups. They were playing Derby, the number four team in 6A, winners of, 46 of the, or 47 of their last 48, whatever it was. And the Bullpups got it done. Un- it was, it was. well, if you heard my spot lead into the show, it was a portrait and courage as far as I was concerned. Let's talk a little Bullpup basketball here in a little bit. Okay. I want to talk about the Chiefs first and oh. the NFL as the Chiefs in the snow diced up the Denver Broncos for a ninth consecutive win over their rivals from the mountains. What a fun win for the Chiefs, Steve. Patrick Mahomes looked awesome. The defense was awesome. And this team is feeling good going into the final two games of the regular season. Well, Coach Strathman was watching the game with you and me and Coach Kinnaman. And, of course, he's a big Denver fan. I said, I can't ever remember a year where neither game between Kansas City and Denver was competitive. Because normally, at least one of them's super competitive. And generally, they both go down to the fourth quarter. But these games, both times, were decided by halftime. Now, Now, remember, Steve, Denver's quarterback play in both of those games was extremely less than what the Chiefs and, had. And Denver doesn't have the defense it had even a year ago. No. Two years ago. You know, two years ago, they were an incredible defensive team. They are so, you know, they've lost so many guys on defense. It was just kind of a cobbled together defense. Patrick Mahomes took it apart early, and then he did what we've seen in a lot of Kansas City games. They get up 20 and they take the foot off the gas. Both feet off yeah, the gas. Yeah, both feet were not both, on the gas. Both feet were not on the gas. And, I mean, I saw that, and I just said, you know, at one of these games, I want to just see them go ahead and keep putting putting the points on. Keep, keep putting the points on the board. They got the 23. They're up 20. The way the Kansas City defense was playing and the Denver offense was playing, you knew 10 would be enough. But uh, I just felt like, you know, the Chiefs scored on their first drive of the second half to get the, you know, get it out to 23. And then just – you know, kind of sputtered after that. Can we give a lot of credit to this Chiefs defense? Oh, yeah. I understand they were playing Drew Locke in his first start back the, at home. In the snow. In the snow, back at home at Arrowhead. A lot of pressure on him. I understand. I understand that it's a snowy game and that Denver is still not very good. But they have been so good the last three or four games. Right. They held Phillip Lindsay. To 32 yards. And I thought about starting him in my fantasy football league because they were playing the Chiefs. And I've gotten away from that theory. I've gotten burned on that. And uh, Chiefs defense, even Brashad Breeland. He was great. Charvarius Ward. Well, he was great. Yeah, he, he was okay. He was okay. But I, I thought. He the, only got burnt once. I thought their defensive line was really good. I thought Naughty, you know, had a lot of pressure. Frank Clark had a lot of pressure. Uh, Frank Clark was a ghost for the first nine weeks of the season. Yeah. And then all of a sudden has been their best or second best defensive player. And it took a couple of games for Tyron Matthew as well. But man, has he been good these last couple of games. He had a big pass breakup in the end zone. It felt like he was all over the field. This Chiefs defense that went from the worst sad group of losers you've ever seen. Yeah. 
somehow has figured it out. Well, what have, what's been the scores of the last three games? They gave up three. This this three yesterday. against the Broncos. Then you go back to the Patriots game. They gave up sixteen. Yeah, and they, against Tom Brady. Against Tom home. Brady on the road. Yeah, they gave up nine against the Raiders. Well, <laughs> that's not much of a prize. <laughs> <laughs> the bad Raiders. Yeah, they gave up seventeen against the Chargers. Ever since that Tennessee Titans game, where they gave up thirty five and ten or fourteen of it was in the last two minutes. Right. Ever since that game, this team has been functioning. This team has been performing at a very high level. And I think that it's a little bit of the combination of the defense really stepping up, but the other player, to me, that has made the biggest difference over these last couple of games, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Travis Kelsey had 11 catches for 142 yards and was targeted 13 times yesterday. I remember a conversation that I've had with people over the last five years, and for a lot of that conversation, it was, who's the best tight end in the NFL? And it was Rob Gronkowski. That's what people continue to say over and over and over again. And even at the beginning of Travis Kelsey's really solid last five or six years, the narrative nationally is Rob Gronkowski. But I started to see that Kelsey has more ability than Gronkowski did in the receiving game. The thing that made Gronk so tough is that he was just an unbelievable blocker. He was so good at that, plus had good hands and was a good receiver. But by the end of his time last year, he wasn't helping them out a ton. The last two years wasn't helping them out a ton. Except for the playoff game against the Chiefs. Well, it's because he's matched up on old Eric Berry who can't yeah. run and do anything. But Travis Kelsey has turned himself into an unbelievable weapon in the passing game. And I think one reason Travis Kelsey wasn't in the Gronkowski class is because, you know, about the first four or five years of his career, he did some knucklehead Dumb things. Yeah. Got stupid penalties. He was kind of like a big, overgrown kid. You know, he's kind of like a big, overgrown teenager. You know, kind of, you know, with some hijinks and mischief. He was taking the parents' car out for the weekend and yeah. they didn't know. Yeah, yeah. He was, and, you know, he, he was getting caught, he, caught with a little baggie of pot in the classroom. They're saying, Travis, what are you doing? Yeah, Come on, he, be uh, smarter. Yeah, he, he just did a lot of dumb things, but I think it, somehow Big Red's gotten through to him. All you're doing when you do those silly, mischievous things, you're hurting the team. And he hasn't hurt the team very much. Now, he's still had a – he's had a couple costly fumbles, but that's going to happen when you get – you know, that you have that many catches. You're going to fumble every now and right. then. But it seemed like he was going up against air yesterday. There was never – there wasn't anyone within 10 yards of him on several of those catches yesterday. Right. He, he was just beating the defense. You know, he, him on a linebacker is just such a mismatch. It's just – he, you know, teams need to have a safety on him if, if all possible. He gets on a linebacker, and you can just count it. It's just like if you put uh, me on Michael Jordan. That you're going to dunk on him? I'm not going to dunk on him. I'm not going to be able to guard him. Well, Steve, we mentioned last week that this Chiefs win against the Broncos, it was huge. They had to win this game this weekend in order to keep themselves alive for the number 2 seed, and they've done that. The Chiefs will be at Chicago for Sunday night football next week, okay. and then they will host maybe Phyllis Rivers, maybe Tyrod Taylor, and the Chargers in Week 17. Boy, what a bunch of losers they've turned Ooh, into. Boy, yesterday was the total. They- but now it's setting up, Steve. The Patriots play the Bills this week. Tom Brady, he's old. Yeah. Tom Brady's old. And did you watch that Bills defense last night? The Bills beat the Steelers on the road. Can they go to Foxborough? Get a win. 
the Chiefs went out, steal that number two seed, and be at home. Well, it's there. And the thing is, right now, the Chiefs are the second best team. I mean, they're better for sure. They're better New England right now. I'm not. I'm not so sure that Houston or uh, yeah, Houston isn't better than New England right now. Right now, they've already beaten them. Yeah. Well, all three of the other division leaders have beaten New England. Right. And New England just. And then yesterday, you know, who they they played somebody really bad. Who? New England, they beat the Cincinnati Bengals okay. after videotaping all of their Tom coaches. Brady, you know, I'm going, man, I'm thinking, you know, on my fantasy football team, do I start Tom Brady against the Bengals who are 1-12? I said, no, I got burned last week by starting him against the Chiefs. I think Tom Brady had like 147 yards and two touchdowns. Big performance. Yeah. You know, if they barely beat the – they were lucky to beat the They Bengals. got a pick six as well. Yeah, they got a – they were only – they were up 13-10 to 10, – and then got a turnover and scored, and then a pick six ran it in. So they got 14 points in about 20 seconds. But I'll tell you, New England's offense is just not very good right now. What a great day for the Chiefs, though, yesterday. Yeah. They pick up a win over the Broncos. Always fun to beat the Mountain Folk. Mm-hmm. Always fun to beat them. Your good friend, Phillip Rivers, at home. Oh, they got embarrassed. Against the Minnesota Vikings. At home, big game for them as they are still trying to hang around. And well, they lost thirty-nine to ten to that's, Kirk Cousins. I think Cousins. that's the first game they've lost by double digits all year. You know, I think all those close losses just have caught up with them, and they're just mailing it in now. Melvin Gordon fumbled twice. Should be playing Austin Eckler anyway. Then the Oakland Raiders. Ugh. Oh, everybody was saying they can't lose their final game at the Coliseum. No way. Well, they let Gardner Minshew the second dice him up, yeah. drive down the field, score in the final thirty seconds. And then the black hole starts throwing nachos on the field. Batter, car batteries. They're booing Derek Carr off the field in his final Coliseum appearance. Oh, that, that was that. I'll How bet, fitting. I'll bet. How fitting. I'll bet our good friend Treg Fall was just hanging his head in shame. All those guys in their black and silver face paint. Yeah. Not feeling good. I always love to see the shots of the black hole after an enemy scores Mm -hmm. down there. There's a lot of middle fingers that just start flying around. A lot of birds. They're just saying, boo, come on, boo. I will say one thing for the Raiders. I believe over the next three years, they've got like five first-round draft picks. They've got to hit on the – if they hit on those picks, they're going to be back pretty quick. Steve. It's the Raiders, I know. Steve. It's the Raiders. I know. Look at their quarterback. Yeah, he's not good. Their car can't win. Nope. The Raiders can't win. They get close sometimes. Yeah. They like to knock on the door. They're going to move out to their nice big facility in the in the desert in Vegas. They're going to start feeling good. And then all of a sudden, John Gruden's going to start putting money on the Raiders, and they're going to get bankrupted out of Vegas. <laughs> it, it, just get ready. Yeah. Just get ready. Yeah. What a fitting ending. Well, See you later, Oakland. The Chiefs. What is this? They've won four AFC Wests in a row. And they're 26-3 and three in their last 29 AFC and West you look games. At, and you look at this team, I mean, they're going to be good for – they're pretty young. they got a lot of young guys playing. I mean, you look at their stars, Mahomes, uh, Cheetah, Travis Kelsey's, what, 28? Entering the prime of his career. Sammy Watkins, he's still like 25 or 26. You know, they've got a decent offense – a pedestrian offensive line that is good enough. And, and Mahomes did have a lot more time. Of course, the snow was a big equalizer. But Patrick Mahomes showed when he gets time, he's not going to miss very often. Fun win. Yeah. Fun day. Yeah. Steve, let's take a break. When we come back, 
we can talk a little bullpup basketball and also give people a major breaking news update Ooh. that came in about McPherson High Sports today. Okay. I breaking didn't... news. Okay, I didn't know. Stay tuned. All right. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve? Yes. Have you been waiting for this big announcement? Yeah. All McPherson High activities today, tonight, are canceled. Oh, I already knew that. Yeah, breaking news. Oh, okay. All right. Not school today, but activities tonight canceled. Okay. All activities canceled tonight. So, don't go anywhere. Just stay home. Stay home. Watch Monday Night Football. Be safe. What is the game tonight? The Monday night football oh, game Saints. today, I believe it's the Saints and the Colts. Yeah, because if Drew Brees throws for 50 yards, I'm in the fantasy football championship game. Or Michael Thomas catches 50 yards worth of passes or scores a touchdown. I believe in you, Steve. I do, too. I bet he can do it. I think they will. Going back to Friday, Steve, really intense night of basketball down in Derby. Really fun atmosphere. We knew it was going to be fun going down there, and we alluded to it a little bit at the beginning of the show. And... I said it during the broadcast that I think that Friday night's McPherson girls win might have been my favorite win over the last three years. Even the dagger game. Uh, The difference in the dagger game and the win against Bishop Miege is that we felt confident. It's a state championship game. You felt confident. Anytime you got T-Rob on your team, you feel pretty good. But for the first time that I can remember, you and I had kind of lowered the bar for this team. I think we said RC possibly. For the first time that I can remember, you and I thought, okay, this this could be ugly. Yeah. Running, L- we were, losing three starters. We thought running clock possibly. Is, after, I thought every, there's a chance. After everything we'd heard about Derby, and they'd won by 60 in their first With everything game. that Derby brought back, the amount of offense that they had back. Playing at Derby. Playing at their place. And just the, the fact that you'll find out about Andrea Sweat being out for the season that day. That afternoon. Coach after, Strathman was here when he found right, out. Right. After playing an emotionally draining game against Andover Central on Tuesday in overtime. The bar was low. Mm -hmm. You and I were not feeling great going into the game. And that's the first time that I can remember that happening with this girl's team. And for them to come out and win the way that they did, find a way to keep Derby out of the paint, 6'3", 6'3", 6'2", kept them out of the paint, kept them from scoring easy baskets, and just kept fighting the way that they were able to score baskets. Emma Malm faking out Panthers on the way to the basket. And then hit six straight free throws. Cassidy Beam scoring 10 points in the second half. Grace Pyle getting to the line, playing great defense. Ella Schmidt. Ella Schmidt throwing in three threes for her first three career baskets. Lauren Labertu playing great. Cassie Cooks battling inside. What a fun win for that team. And I don't think the national, or not national, but statewide, landscape would have thought much of it that they see it roll across the bottom of the screen oh derby lost to mcpherson by nine at home tonight i think there were people that would have been surprised or some people might not have been surprised but the way that it happened yeah 
was pretty unbelievable. Yeah, and that's how I wrote my story on Saturday. I said, the circumstances surrounding this game is what made it so special. And it's, you know, it for me, it was up there with the dagger game with, against Miege. I think I, I still go with the Miege game because of, you know, they're a machine. But like you said, when you have Taylor Robertson and Mandy Cooks on your team, you felt pretty good, plus all the other really good players we had back then. But this was unexpected. This was so unexpected. We were just like, oh, this is going to get ugly. And, you know, it's going to be painful to watch. You know, they're going to be swatting all the shots away. And we don't say that much about this team. No. I've never said it. But Derby, for whatever brain cramp reason, decided their 6'3 and 6'2 girls were going to sit out there and jack up three-pointers that – you know, they had a 6'2 girl. I just said, well, just keep shooting them out there. They weren't making anything. And remember, though, Derby was up seven in the third quarter. Right. And the Bullpups ended, and win, ended up winning by nine. So it was a 16-point turnaround in the last about 12 minutes of that game. Really fun night for them. And it was a great crowd down at Derby. A lot of McPherson fans. And I get the feeling, Steve, that we have a chance for a couple more big crowds this week at home on Tuesday right. as both, the team, both these teams will take on the Bueller Crusaders. The boys looking to bounce back after losing against Derby on Friday night in a game that I think they walked away from thinking that they should have won. Oh, they yeah. had a chance to pull away in the third quarter and didn't. They scored they the first 10. They were up double 10. digits, up 11. Yeah, they were up 11 points. They weren't able to get everything figured out on Friday, but a chance to bounce back. Bueller on Tuesday, tomorrow, and then going on the road to Winfield to wrap up the first half of this season, first semester, and two really big league games for both these teams. Well, and the boys' game tomorrow night, that kind of sets the tone because when you look at the Division Three of boys, it's McPherson, Bueller, Augusta basically in one division, and then Circle, uh, El Dorado, and Winfield in the other division. Circle's not near what they've been the last couple of years. They don't have Hey Jude Warren. They don't have Cal Hartley anymore. They don't have that superstar score. You know, the last three years, they've had a guy that could get 25 or 30 maybe 50, like Jude Warren did last year. Mm. But Augusta's really good. Bueller's really good. McPherson's really good. And uh, which which team can beat those other two, uh, you know, twice is, is the one that's going to win the league. It's going to be a lot of fun. Great. Yeah. Everybody Let's get just up. hope there's school. Let's yeah. hope there is a game. Oh, there's got to be. Let's hope so. Yeah, it's going to melt out there. I don't know if it'll melt. I just think that it might be a little easier to drive. Well, I, the main the main roads will be fine. The main roads will be fine. Let's hope so. Yeah. As a reminder. Well, you could go shovel. I'm not shoveling the main streets. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll pay those people in the orange vests and green vests to do that. All right. I'll just stay inside and stay warm. A reminder, Steve, no McPherson High winter activities today or tonight. No winter activities. Repeat after me. There's no football banquet. No football banquet. There's no practicing. No practicing. I think there might have been some sort of choir concert or orchestra concert. No choir That concert. ain't happening either. Nope. It's all done. Stay home. Done. Stay home. Don't leave. Lock the door. Throw away the key. That's what I plan on doing. Steve, let's take one more break. Okay. You're listening to According to Jim 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by... Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 
Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, wrapping things up here this afternoon, Steve. How's your Christmas shopping going as you get ready for the holiday season? Oh, you have I'm your, you have your I'm, gifts ready? I'm moving right along. What's your process? I mean, how, what do you? What goes into it for you? I wait till about the 21st, and then I get after it. What, 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 what do you have in mind? You getting something for your sister? Oh, I'm sure I will. My sister, my brother-in-law, and my niece and nephew. What That's, kind of things do you normally do? I did all my Christmas shopping on Amazon. What's that? Steve, come on. You know what Amazon is. It's, it's some kind of online. Yeah. Well, I don't do that. I go. I, I know you don't. I visit the local. I support the downtown merchants. I'm sorry. I'm not very good for small business. I'm, <laughs> I'm better at ordering on Amazon, and then it's at my door tomorrow. Oh, there you go. That's how I did all my Christmas shopping. It's done, and I'll tell you what. Cliff and Tracy, they should be pumped up. Well, we don't have. This might be the greatest Christmas have, they've ever had. We have a very small Christmas you know, in Lawrence. So. I'm surprising my parents with a holiday cruise. No, I'm not. Oh. That would be a bad way to give it away. Well, I'm sure Tracy's listening. You probably just got her all excited. Yeah, that's. I tried to mess with her. Yeah, okay. I play a lot of mind games when it comes to Christmas time. Why? Got to gotta keep people waiting. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I don't get that excited about Christmas. I, I just don't. Man, Steve. If anybody ever wanted to call you Scrooge before, <laughs> they could just take that little clip. I just like I just like spending time with my with my sister and her family because, you know, we're all we got. And uh, I thought you said I don't know if it's going to be our last. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> no, no, like Steve, no, come on, man. No, 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 no. You're sounding like no, Scrooge. No, we're you know we that's you know family wise we're that's we're down to the. I for sure to, thought that was going to be it. No, no. But, I don't know how many more I've got. But I get, but I did, I did, I do get to see baby Izzy. Baby Izzy. The new dog. That's right. Golden Lab. No one-eyed Suge. No one-eyed Suge. What was that, the other one's name? Zoe. Not going to, one-eyed Suge and Zoe, they're two other dogs passed away like four months apart, so. Well, Steve, go do some Christmas shopping today. I, I may do that. No school, no games, just, no just run on out. No activities. That's right. School tonight. So rest up. Do a little shopping. All right. Tomorrow on the show, we've got to preview McPherson Bueller. Oh, Fun huge. games coming up inside huge. the roundhouse. Huge. And remember, stay posted. If anything changes, we'll post it online. Oh, they're, they'll play. Trust me, they will play. Let's hope so. Yeah. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.